Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. This is Tim Birch, the Executive Director of NSPS. And boy, does time fly. We've uh, we've been off for a couple of weeks uh, away from the podcast, but we've actually been uh, running and catching our breath on various things. So we thought we would just take a step back. Uh, our policy has been from day one with, with the podcast is no reruns. If you want to know... Uh, uh, you know, old things to listen to. You know where the catalog is. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Go pick what you want. We don't have to necessarily suggest a rerun to you. So uh, go to surveyorsayspodbean.com and find all of the episodes there. But we thought we would recap the last several weeks of what's been going on with NSPS because there is a lot of uh, happenings, a lot of events, a lot of business that's been taking place. So we thought we would catch up. And so first off, let's just start about some of our recent visits. I've had the, the opportunity to visit several different places uh, over the past month, six weeks, uh, including Massachusetts, uh, the, the, the Malseys uh, Conference. Uh, wonderful, wonderful people up there. and appreciate uh, the, the opportunity to come up and speak and uh, participate in a, in a bunch of their things. Uh, I've been able to do some presentations for uh, Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville. Uh, several presentations for various chapters for uh, our California land surveyors association uh good people out there and then i guess the big thing that we did we pulled off uh three separate sessions over a course of 24 hours was global surveyors day uh what we ended up work doing was we were nsps was designated to pick the global surveyor of the year this time last year and so we did our research we did uh did our homework and we come up with a we, who we thought was a very very good candidate and we set up this Global Surveyors Day with our uh, our fellow association uh, uh, partners over in, in Europe, FIG and CLGE, uh, to create Global Surveyors Day from here. Like I said, three separate sessions to cover uh, the the time zones around the globe. And we just we went through what what typically what we do uh, as far as National Surveyors Week and all of the th activities and things that we would do here in the United States. And then we were able to unveil uh, a, a beautiful poster that we put together and to designate Benjamin Banneker as our Global Surveyor of the Year. Uh, very well received and uh, uh, been a lot of great comments from around the world on how appropriate it was. Even though Banneker wasn't, uh, his life isn't really solely uh, centered around surveying, it's all the things he did as a free black man in colonial America. Uh, with his astronomy, uh, his almanac, uh, he studied cicadas. I mean, there were so many things that uh, he was a wonderful man that was able to to succeed in a time when when free black people were not 
not supposed to succeed. They were supposed to uh, obviously be be uh, slaves and uh, and work for others uh, back in those days. So uh, we were able to designate him, and that was like I said, that was very well received. Moving on from that, we ended up with our spring business meetings in Arlington, Virginia. Ended up with a great week of activities um, along with the student competition. Uh, we'll get into that as well. Uh, our lobby day efforts, uh, our annual lobby day efforts uh, took place then. We did have a few groups that were able to go to Capitol Hill. It's still a little bit locked down, but we'll see where that goes uh, coming up out of this. Uh, it, it was actually a, a very, very well attended uh, lobby day effort. Um, in fact, I was able to go with a group with, uh, with Alabama to, to meet their lo uh, local U.S. representative and uh, had a wonderful time. Uh, they were glad to see people in, in person for a change. And like I said, hopefully over the next year, we, we open that way up. Uh, another thing that happened during that, that uh, business week is the installation of our officers. Our officers usually serve from spring meeting to spring meeting. And so this year, we, we went ahead and, and got the new ones uh, installed. Uh, our president is Amanda Allred from Washington. The president-elect is now Bob Akins, and we'll get into that in just a second. Vice president is vacant. We, we are, we'll get into that a little further. Uh, Re-elected is Craig Amy, first secretary uh, from Michigan. Uh, he will... He'll serve another. He'll serve a two-year term. Uh, Bob Miller is in his last year of his uh, from Pennsylvania. Last year as, as treasurer of NSPS, and now our immediate past president is Mark Sargent from New Hampshire. Um, the reason Bob Akins was moved up to uh, president-elect and the vice president position was uh, left vacant at that point in time was because well I. I was supposed to be the new president coming in, and with all of the things going on, uh, with the moving into the executive director role, um, you know, they just didn't want there to be any kind of conflict of interest, uh, complete transparency. So I resigned back in February from the president-elect role. So that meant uh, Bob Akins coming in as the, the basically uh, elected vice president. When he was installed, immediately moved up to president-elect which in turn left the vice president role vacant. So what the board of directors has done in the meantime, and we've added this to the, uh, to the bylaws, was to create a uh, vice president pro tem position, a temporary vice president for the, for the remainder of a role, an unfilled role. And that, that position is filled by an, uh, an election uh, from the floor of the board of directors uh, at the, whether it's a special meeting or a regularly scheduled meeting. And this year, we, uh, because of that situation, we had to do that there in, there in Arlington. And Davy Edwards from Corpus Christi, Texas, uh, a newcomer, but yet uh, very, very active in the student competition and the, uh, the education side of NSPS, uh, was elected for that vice president pro tem role. So he will fill that for the uh, remainder of the vice president term. And then this next election cycle, we will be uh, finding a slate of candidates for both vice president and president-elect. Um, so that that's a little explanation of what happened to, uh, with with me and, and my presidential uh, elect and eventually presidential role, my role as an officer, and how Davy Edwards basically, yeah, he was able to come out of nowhere and all of a sudden he's a uh, he's an officer in the in the 
uh, in the association. And I think it's going to really work out well because he brings a, another another side of of advocacy, especially on the educational side. His uh, uh, his role as an educator, I think, will be very, very handy and uh, very, very helpful uh, in in uh, the development of our advocacy and our promotion of the profession. There just seems to be like that also coming out of this with some of our committee meetings was a renewed enthusiasm for workforce development. And a uh, good friend of mine, Tim Murphy from Illinois, uh, heads up that committee. They did a fantastic job, I mean, really getting down uh, to what is workforce development. Because so many groups, so many uh, associations want to talk about it, want to develop it, but what you got to define it. So what really is it? And so that's what Tim and his group sat down and did and really cranked through some things. I think you're going to see a lot coming from that committee over the next year, simply because our profession is going to, uh, we're really looking towards that. We really have to know what's going on. Uh, with, with workforce, what it's going to take to get that next generation of, of apprentices, of surveyors, of, of CAD technicians, all of the people that are going to be necessary to carry this, uh, this profession on. We've, in defining that, that's going to help us with tools on how to go out there and find those people and encourage them to get into this. So that was a, that was a big thing uh, coming out of as far as the committees go. Another thing we did uh, to wrap it up that Saturday night was a nice reception uh, of friends and family for uh, our, our Executive Director Emeritus, Kurt Sumner. Um, it was uh, not quite a roast, but uh, we had some, had some people tell some good stories. Uh, not too risque, but they were pretty, pretty good stories of, uh, of a fantastic career that, uh, that Kurt continues even to this day. Um, but it was a, a wonderful event, good food, uh, good friends and family, and uh, a lot of laughs all the way around. So uh, really enjoyed that part of it. And uh, that's to have that whole uh, uh, family of surveying together there that night was really, really nice. What I did hold up for the last part of the spring business meetings was the student competition. We will tell a little bit more about this in an upcoming podcast with our young surveyors who I think it was kind of some arm twisting to get them to run the, the competition this year. But boy, I mean, it was a lot of work and it was a lot of uh, sleepless nights and uh, like I said, a lot of Tums and uh, a, a few libations along the way. But I tell you what, they pulled it off. It was a great event. Um, we had, I think, either 13 or 14 teams. I've got to go back and look at the list. But they all enjoyed it. The, the it was just overwhelming the uh, the, the response of the, the type of competition and the camaraderie, um, and it even started out right um, that uh, we had a good social uh, kind of a mixer to get to know each other uh, the first night, the second night after the, uh, uh, the, the 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 first day of competition, uh, we had a, a guest speaker in Dave Doyle that told a lot about the. The monuments and the surveying around the DC area and things, and uh, Dave told it the only the way Dave could tell it. Um, uh, we did have a, a part of the introduction uh, uh, with the young surveyors was, uh, um, and I'm I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to say this, but we uh, we asked for a a uh, tattoo contest, and it had to be in places that would be normally visible with. Uh, uh, 
to the naked eye, and uh, so nothing risque there. But uh, that was a that was a lot of fun. I think the, think uh, the uh, the older generation of the crowd was uh, was a little bit uh, taken aback, but uh, we had fun with it. And uh, uh, there's some wonderful artwork out there. It was kind of fun to throw out there. But bottom line is the uh, the kids, the the students had a great time. The young surveyors had a great time. Uh, big thank you to Les and Lisa Van Horn. They drove a whole bunch of uh, historic equipment from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, so all of the teams could be working on an, uh, a level playing field for uh, the, the second day of the event, which we'll get into, like I said, get into in the, a separate podcast. But uh, wonderful event. And uh, we, we're, I think we're planning on uh, continuing with that platform. We'll leave that up to the student, uh, student competition committee and uh, the education committee to decide. But I think that's going to be a good one. I really do that... Uh, that uh, it, it 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 was fun. It was in, I mean, it was a lot of networking, a lot of get to know uh, some of the history and some of the background of the surveying, and we really tied it in uh, nicely there with uh, the whole thing with uh, Global Surveyors Day. So for the student uh, the student awards, we actually had uh, Benjamin Banneker and Andrew Ellicott uh, help give away the. Uh, uh, some of the prizes, so uh, it was very, very nice, very, very well done. Um, so I would say, in all in all, it was a successful biz, uh, spring business, and uh, we look forward to being in Tulsa uh, in the fall. And uh, we hope we can we can catch a little bit of that lightning in the bottle out there as well. We'll have a golf uh, a pack golf tournament, and uh, I think, like I said, I think uh, getting back in touch with each other, uh, seeing each other in person. Um, we're all zoomed out, so I think that's really going to help the committees, and we're going to be able to do a lot more, uh, a lot more constructive things going forward. Next up on the list, uh, and actually is a pretty big one as well, was a site visit. Uh, I went with John Hohall, our FIG delegate. Uh, we met with uh, Louise, uh, excuse me, uh, Louise and uh, Michael from FIG. Uh, along with uh, our uh, conference planners, and was met down in Orlando at the host hotel, the Hilton Signia and the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in Orlando, Florida, just off of Disney Springs. Uh, we visited the hotel and conference center to check out the uh, the site for the FIG 2023 Working Week. Um, so it was it was quite a, a whirlwind tour. We had a lot to see in a day and a half. Um, I mean, bottom line, this this working week is going to be a uh, is going to be really robust, and a lot of uh, a, a lot of work uh, is going into all of the different activities. Besides a, a large exhibit hall, probably the largest exhibit hall uh, we've seen as far as serving in the United States in ten or fifteen years. Uh, they'll have room for demonstrations, um, a lot of educational sessions. Um, and also included in those sessions uh, are going to be a lot of our government agencies here, uh, including NGS. There's going to be a big rollout of the 2022 datum and all the things that are going on with um, the, the National Spatial Reference System, uh, things that are going on with OPUS, a lot of the tools, the NCAT tools. Uh, a lot of good stuff's going to be uh, really rolled out uh, big time next year with NGS. We're planning on having some, some sessions with BLM and the CFEDS program. And also going to have some interaction with the National Forest Service. Uh, there's a, it's amazing how much their 
they're really engaged in the surveying community because a lot of their property uh, you know, falls under BLM, falls under uh, government jurisdiction, but boundaries boundary, and uh, they have to employ a lot of surveyors to keep uh, keep an inventory on on this ground. So we've been really busy with uh, the National Forest Service quite a bit uh, these last few years. This is going to be a lot of international networking. That's going to be the nice thing coming out of this is that to be able to meet like-minded professionals from around the world that are doing exactly what we're doing, but that's slightly different um, because of where they're at. So there's going to be some things that are it's going to be a little bit different, um, but it'll be fun to to meet and greet and uh, and 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 compare notes with uh, with our international uh, uh, brethren from around the world. There's going to be some also some opportunities for uh, for our corporate or organizational organizational retreats. Uh, we're going to set up some some uh, meeting rooms that if if you're a larger serving firm that wants to use that as a as a meeting site for uh, say a corporate retreat and then tie that in with uh, with the exhibit hall and and the FIG working week be a great opportunity. Just uh, give us a ring. Let us know if that's something you might be interested in. Uh, we'd like to set you up with a with a complimentary meeting room and uh, and get you get you signed up for the for the working week. We're also going to do a golf outing. Uh, Part of it is going to uh, benefit uh, the FIG Foundation, uh, responsible for, for providing scholarships and uh, funding for grants for surveyors around the world. And then the other part is for the NSPS Political Action Committee, or PAC, uh, for, our, uh, for our efforts in, in dealing with our legislators and, and making sure that we keep an eye on the, on the rules and regulations uh, across the country. There's also going to be some technical tours that are going to go on. We're setting stuff up right now for uh, some behind the scenes of some stuff at the Kennedy Space Center. Uh, we're also setting up some stuff uh, at, a, at a NOAA facility in which uh, it's the place where the, the, the planes are uh, planes are based that uh, actually do the, uh, the the hurricane hunting. And there's uh, as far as far as we know, that's not something that's ever really been toured before. So that's something we're going to look uh, look into. So. Bottom line is this is going to be a great week in Orlando, great facilities. Um, it's going to be a great introduction to surveying around the world. Uh, I think the nice thing about the exhibit hall is you're going to be exposed to uh, a lot of vendors that you don't see um, on the internet. You don't see in in our uh, our trade magazines here because they're small, but they're revolutionary and they're just real. Uh, it's it's really interesting to see how many small Bootstrapped uh, new ideas are out there, uh, just waiting for that that uh, that opportunity to 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 dazzle you. Um, I've had the opportunity to to see a few of these at, from time to time. Actually, invested in some of the technology, and uh, it's it's really really worth taking a taking the time to go through the exhibit hall in a place like this. So, um, looking to see what we can we can do there. That I think, like I said, I think everybody's going to have fun down there. All right. You know, something else that's come up since uh, I've started here um, back at the first of the year of 2022, I've had a lot of people during all of my talks uh, across the country, you know, what is NSPS? Because for our 14,000 plus members, a lot of them don't know who we are, don't know what we do, don't know what their membership is paying for. So, you know, that's part of what we have to, uh, we have to do a better job of explaining. 
So this week we thought in bringing you up to speed on a lot of these events going on, we'd also kind of give you an idea, I want to give you an idea of what is what NSPS is, is really about uh, as well. Um, yes, we do have a mission statement, and you know, bottom line is we're, we're, the, we're the national advocate for surveying uh, ac across this country, uh, trying to do everything we can to, to look out for look out for, for the profession and where it's going, uh, both in regulations and both promotion. Um, we do have a very thorough ethics policy in which uh, our members are really trying to hold themselves, and we hold, our, we hold the, the organization to a higher standard in doing the right thing, in protecting the public. I mean, bottom line is that's what the role of the surveyor is, and so we, we've got, you know, we do have a, a very solid ethics policy that we ask that our members follow as well. Bottom line is, it's promotion of the profession. And that promotion can include advocacy. That promotion can include uh, just getting the public to understand who we are, what we do, uh, what our role is in development, in construction, uh, in asset management, and to also make the public aware of what we do so future generations can understand and hopefully embrace, like a lot of us have over the years, and what a great, uh, great opportunity, great career this is. Um, bottom line is, we, we won't compete with our affiliate partners in trying to get out some of the, this, these messages. I mean, bottom line is we're working together on this stuff, the promotion, the education. Um, we're working together. We're not competing against anything. Um, and we will provide some content um, as needed. But you know, a lot of times what happens is that uh, a local member uh, within a, you know, any, any, any given state will ask NSPS to give an educational uh, program on whatever it may be, whether it's a land title survey, you know, topographic standards, what have you. Uh, because of continuing education, because of licensure, specific licensure uh, in the states, we don't do that. Uh, we are not in that business. Um, bottom line is look to your states. That's where the, they, they adapt and develop their own educational curriculum for your specific use. Now, if there's something we can, we can give as far as an educational talk on a higher level that's not necessarily state and, and boundary law or, or you know, a state-specific thing, uh, by all means, we will, we will provide some content as requested. But bottom line is we, we let the state affiliates uh, I mean, that's their domain, that's their role, is to provide those CEU and PDH opportunities. Um, th they can provide that those things, because bottom line, they know the statutes and the, the, the needs of the surveyors in each of those states much better than we do. And we don't want to uh, get in the way of, of our, our state affiliates providing this content. So, you know, when, when somebody asks me, you know, can we provide some of these things, you know, unfortunately, depending on how detailed they want to be, sometimes it can be, a, if it's 30,000 foot level, sure, we can help out. But if it's really it's something that we're going to compete with uh, a state conference or a state seminar, no, uh, we're going to yield to our partner. And uh, hopefully that, that, that state affiliate will be able to put something together in line with what, what's being asked. You know, another thing that, uh, that we, we try to do is in promotion of the profession, um, because we are a nonprofit, because we're working with industry partners, we have to, we have specific guidelines we need to follow as well. That there is a lot of uh, 
there are a lot of groups out there that, because they're not uh, formal, because they're not um, legal, say a legal corporation, a legal group, uh, legally legally formed. There's nothing really we can do with some of these things. These can be Facebook groups, they can be Instagram uh, groups together. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, especially social media, that we cannot align with. We can't promote. We can't. Uh, we can't be uh, promoting these a lot of these things with simply because we don't have any kind of affiliation with them. We don't have an agreement with them. Our state affiliates are uh, are legal entities, uh, just as we are. So there's a lot of times, and pick any of the Facebook groups you want to, uh, we're not going to publish, publicize anything on there. We're not going to like anything on those posts because bottom line is we don't have a relationship with them. And just because that they, are, uh, they could be uh, licensed professionals, they're, maybe they're just, you know, they are technicians, they are somebody in, this, in the survey field, what have you, um, because there's not an affiliation there and really a, a professional corporate uh, respect and uh, relationship, uh, we can't do those things. So, you know, we have sustaining members, we have our affiliates, we have uh, uh, memorandums of understanding with them, government agencies we have relationships with. So, unfortunately, we cannot participate in these platforms, these unorganized events, social media groups, bottom line. We can't do it. And uh, that's just to be fair to everyone. Because if you start it with one, even if it seems as simple and as harmless as it, it, it may be, somebody else will come along and pretty soon, you know, I, I liken it to somebody that wins the lottery and uh, all of a sudden, you, you know, one person asks for a dollar and then the next person's going to ask for a dollar and then where does it stop? Because bottom line is that uh, we don't have these relationships with all of these groups. They, we can't do it. Uh, we can't promote uh, these any individuals, any groups, any events. Um, if you're not affiliated and we've got some sort of understanding with the NSPS, uh, we can't uh, we can't promote it. We can't be associated with it um, simply because we've got it. You know, God obviously got to just draw the line somewhere. And then, last but not least, um, all the politics. Let's keep it away. I mean, we are a profession. We're not political, even though. Surveyors can be very, very political at times. Um, you won't see anything political out of out of NSPS. We, you know that's just not uh, what we're about. That's not what who we are. So don't plan on seeing anything like that from from us. A lot of times we will get invitations from various groups, from various affiliates, uh, to come and speak, to come and participate in something, and. Uh, once again, it really needs to be something that's that is affiliate we're affiliated with, um, but the, those invitations need to come through the NSPS office. Now, if you do have a specific person or an officer or somebody in mind, please let us know. If you want, you know, you know, somebody like Gary Kent. Gary's got his own uh, speaking business out and about, you know, beyond us. I mean, that's one thing. But if you want to, if you want a, a specific officer, if you want. Uh, uh, President Allred to come speak to you. Let us know. We can put. We can get that set up. We can put that together. However, we do ask that uh, you let us know what the the nature of the visit needs to be. What the what the program needs to be about. And if it's going to be in person, help us out here. If we tried to uh, try to fulfill every one of these requests, uh, unfortunately, we would go broke. So if you can help us 
get that person there, either whether it's travel, whether it's lodging, uh, if there's any kind of registration fee, you know, what have you, some, some form of, uh, of some compensation to get that person there uh, is beneficial. That really helps the, our organization as a nonprofit get, help get that word out, get the people that you want to see and hear, uh, gets, the, gets, gets them to you. So it's really important that you do that. Um, so, but if you don't ask for anybody specific, uh, bottom line is that uh, it comes into NSPS. It starts at the, the, the request will go to the top. It'll start at the president and whittle its way down. And we'll find somebody to come speak at your event and talk about what NSPS is all about and know exactly what, uh, what it is that we we're trying to put together uh, as far as programs, as, as our um, advocacy, as our promotion, all of those things. All right, upcoming events, places you will see NSPS. Uh, we, and we are going to be busy. Um, bottom line is that uh, we're coming out of this pandemic. I think people really want to hear and see more about what we're doing. I think the promotion side of surveying is really starting to pick up. Um, so we've had a lot of requests for, uh, for, for seminars, for presentations, for appearances, various things. So let me just throw a few of these out, just so you know. And if you do have a request, please send it to us. Uh, you can send it to either to me uh, here at NSPS, tim.birch at nsps.us.com. Find me, find us on the internet. Find us, uh, uh, I'm out there on, on social media as well. Um, just shoot me a note and we'll put it together, but we'll add you to the list. But things that are coming up, uh, we have got the American School Counselors uh, Conference. This is our sixth year. We're going to be attending that. It'll be in Austin, Texas, uh, second week of July. Looking forward to another great conference, uh, usually somewhere between three and 4,000 uh, school counselors and teachers. A uh, lot of exhibitors, a lot of great energy. It's amazing the people once, you know, and usually what we do is we attract them with, a, with a, an augmented reality sandbox, and I believe we're going to have one from the Texas Young Surveyors this year that uh, it's going to put together. But once you get people uh, attracted with that, then they hear how great the, the profession is and they just don't know what we do, they eat it up. And we're starting to hear more and more. Um, we heard it from some of our students uh, in, the, in, the, in the competition uh, a couple of weeks ago in Arlington that they heard about this uh, profession through their school counselor, which is fantastic. And we're going to keep Keep trying to to uh, to promote that. So, like I said, that's uh, second second week of July, Austin, Texas, uh, the American School Counselors Association. Um, unfortunately, at the exact same time, uh, for uh, for those of you on a little more on the on the uh, technical side, it's also uh, the Esri User Conference uh, out in San Diego. Um, I will be out there. Uh, for a couple of sessions and, and, and a couple of uh, a panel discussions uh, for some things, doing what we can to further integrate GIS and surveying. Uh, we, uh, Brent Jones with Esri slash Arissa, we've been working together. Uh, we worked with uh, Linda Foster and uh, uh, our South Dakota representative and Amanda Allred, our, our NSPS president, last year to put together the, uh, the Survey and GIS Summit virtually uh, last November. Uh, it was it was it was very well received. A lot of great comments. A lot of great content. Uh, it's actually still out there for free if you want to go out and 
find it on our YouTube channel or on that website, surveyandgissummit.com. Uh, but bottom line is we really need to see more of an intersection of surveying and GIS, um, along with some of our other technologies. But um, so we'll we'll make our appearance at the at the at the UC and uh, looking forward to uh, to being out there. Uh, something else that uh, to tie in with the with the GIS is the the Eurisa GIS Pro conference that'll be in Boise in uh, in October. Um, actually, Linda and I are going to be speaking on a panel up there, um, and we'll have a few more surveyors tied into this uh, here shortly. But uh, it's nice to have a, a like-minded organization, Eurisa, invite us in to to talk about surveying uh, and how well it works with with GIS, the data sets, the coordinate systems, everything that's coming together now. That's a that's another great uh, great opportunity to to really hear why everything like that comes together. Another one that's that, uh, it, like I said, I think things are starting. The the the, the pendulum starting to swing in a lot more positive way. We've been invited uh, through the Texas DOT. They have a uh, an annual user conference uh, consultant uh, gathering uh, that'll be in the second week of August. Uh, once again, down in Austin, uh, we've been invited to to come down, talk about surveying, talk about. Uh, the National Spatial Reference System and how things are tying together, and all of the things that that NSPS are, is doing to promote the profession, the CST program, the TrigStar program, uh, CFEDS, everything that we're doing. Um, so you know, having the DOTs now recognizing that that we are someone that can can bring content to them and help them and their organization and their consultants. Uh, better understand where surveying is going on a, from a nationwide perspective uh, is fantastic. And it's really, really great to be able to be able to do that. Uh, other state conferences that are going to be coming up. These are the ones we know of right now. Um, if you have, if you're not on this list and uh, you would like us to come uh, to talk at your state at some point in time, let me know. We'll try to get there. But it uh, looks like we're going to be at uh, the Missouri State Board meeting in, in October. Uh, Texas. I'm actually going to be in Texas in a couple of weeks for uh, several chapter meetings um, and some other things. Uh, Wisconsin. Coming to Wisconsin in July uh, for, for a chapter meeting uh, and some other uh, events. A uh, couple things in Florida. Uh, trying to head back to Maine and Connecticut back in the fall. A uh, couple of things coming up there. And California. We're uh, going to be out in California uh, hopefully either middle of the summer or sometime in the early fall. Um, on some speaking engagements there as well. Um, like I said, if you're not on this list, you didn't hear me say it, let us know. We would love to come uh, come to your conference, come to your seminar, and and let you know what NSPS is doing for you, because that's, that's the bottom line, is that we're looking out for your profession, advocacy of what your career path is, and where all this is going. I would be amiss if I didn't mention next July, I believe it's the third week of July. It's finally back. The Boy Scout Jamboree. Uh, it's actually at the, the Bechtel Camp in, uh, in West Virginia. A uh, lot more information to come. Uh, Kyle Schultz uh, from Illinois is, is heading up the, the surveying committee uh, for the surveying merit badge for, for uh, the Jamboree this time. Like I said, there'll be a lot more coming, uh, coming uh, up the pike with that. And uh, we just we'd look forward to having that back. Bottom line is the survey merit badge is a great, 
great program. Uh, it doesn't get its due because of how thorough it is, and it, you know, it takes a little bit longer. It takes a, a scout a little bit longer to get that badge, but the ones that do go through it, they look back and they do say how much it, you know, it was worthwhile to take that extra time and not just blow through some other badges that they could get very quickly, but the time it takes and the, and the effort and the, the commitment it takes to get that badge, uh, they really like, like seeing that, really like to have that. And, and like I said, as more events come up, we'll let you know. So um, let me give you some programming teasers, that it, uh, some things that are going to be coming up uh, within the rest of the calendar year. want to let you know some of these things and to be on the lookout for uh, some, some opportunities uh, to, to get engaged within SPS. Um, because I think we're going to have some fun uh, with, with some of these events as we go along. Everyone knows the old ACSM and NSPS terms book. Um, this has been a staple in, uh, in uh, the test takers' uh, arsenal for many, many years. And it, last time it was actually updated uh, was 2005. Uh, we actually did a, um, just basically a cover update uh, a couple of years ago to freshen it and, and uh, make it look a little more age appropriate. But it really needs updated. There's a lot of terms in our lexicon that have been inserted since uh, 2005. So what we're going to do, and you'll see an announcement here in the coming weeks, we're going to crowdsource that data. So what we're going to do is we're going to put out a call to all of you of go through that book. And if there are technical terms that are missing from that book, that you really feel that they should be in that book, that it should be part of, of what our profession is all about going forward, we're going to have you submit that and with a loose definition. And so we're going to leave that open for, for several weeks, uh, for a while, and then we're, we're assembling a committee uh, through our education committee. We're a subcommittee through the education portion uh, to, to, to look through those. And we're going to pick a, pick a number of them, whether it's five, whether it's ten, whatever. Uh, from all of the ones that we, we will use, some of them, you know, we'll decide whether they, don't, they get kicked out or not if it doesn't, doesn't apply. But we're going to pick up a, a top five or a top ten, and we'll let you know. Uh, we're going to put together some special prize packages for those that actually took the time to think about these terms and put out terms that, that need to be included in this that would be a great part of this reference book and that way we can have this thing uh, spit out uh, we're, we're, we'd like to have it done by the end of the year um, but we will see how long it takes to put some of this stuff together but we think that you know if you take the time to to come up with these terms give us a def, you know reasonable definition that we'll we'll, we'll double check we'll check them out but uh, the top ones, you deserve something for that. So we'll put, like I said, we'll put some prize packages together. So watch, watch the socials, watch your email for, uh, for those, the announcements of the releasing of the terms book uh, crowdsourcing contest. Um, another thing we would like to, to do a contest for is we want your ideas. Something that's been brought to our attention both at the national and international level is a lot of professions have a symbol or universally recognized symbol of for what they do, who they are. Um, we would like your ideas. And we're going to put out, we're going to have a contest uh, probably starting uh, early summer uh, to submit the your ideas for a simple logo. Uh, 
that would be uh, could be eventually utilized, hopefully, for the basis of an international symbol. Uh, bottom line is between ourselves, FIG, CLGE, our affiliates around the world, we would like to come up with this internationally recognized symbol that when somebody sees that, it, you know, whether it's on a um, you know, a warning board going down the highway uh, for, for surveyors ahead or uh, if any place we want to put for, uh, for advertising, what have you, they see that symbol, they know that's a surveyor. That's something geospatial. So look for, look for an announcement uh, in the coming weeks as well uh, for a logo contest. We're, going, we're hoping to get some, in, some inspiration from those out in the field um, because if you go out and ask the general public, what what it you know the what is a surveyor? They'll tell you it's the guy with the tripod and the camera taking pictures. Well, that's so far from what we do these days. You, the practitioners out there, tell us what would represent your profession. What do you think of when you think of yourself as a surveyor? So we'll get that out there and we'll see see how that goes. One other contest we do want to have the intro music, the music you hear throughout Surveyor says. It's open source, bottom line, that uh, we found it off, off of uh, uh, some shareware, free open source. I know there's some musical talent out there uh, with, with surveyors. Uh, Kurt Sumner himself uh, is a pretty good guitar player. Uh, we want to hear, we were, we're going to put that call out to you. We would like to have you provide us examples of what you think would be appropriate podcast background music and what we'll do is we'll have we'll we'll have a, a, a crack panel of judges that will pick from that um, and we'll probably pick a top three with some prizes and then the top one the one that we actually do end up if we end up choosing and using using it we would like to uh, enter into a licensing agreement with you to use that music for our podcast um, and so that uh, you know that's some way that we can we can tie this all in that besides the content being surveying, the music's by a surveyor, which we think would be really kind of cool. So we'll have some things going on there. The last of my, I guess, of my, uh, our personal uh, internal teasers, um, one of the best, uh, most, most popular things we have on uh, our social media accounts is Monument Monday. Well, a combination of the popularity of Monument Monday and the number of pictures we get we get brought in, and like I said, this will be for a, uh, another podcast here shortly about the student competition. But one day of the one day of that competition was a scavenger hunt of monuments around D.C. We'll get into the the details of that on the podcast, but we would like to do a scavenger hunt for you. And so what we would like to do is we're going to draw at random at various places around the country, monuments within the NGS database, and we are going to throw them out there. And the first person to be able to pull, pull a, a geotagged picture of that monument will win a prize package. And like I said, we're going to do this all over the country. So we'll pick them at random. So I will try not to make them too hard or too easy, but we'd like to do that. Uh, and it, so it's on the ground. You have to go there. You have to go geotag that picture and get it to us uh, for a decent prize package. So we'd like to, you know, and, and while you're out there, provide us with other cool monuments you, you may come across. So we would really like to be able to do that as well. 
And I do have one last announcement just to give you a, 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 a taste of what's coming around the corner besides the, the FIG Working Week and all the other things that are going on. We are currently uh, talking with uh, several other, other associations, including uh, URISA, uh, uh, UESI, uh, SAGES, and AAGS uh, about doing a national conference in 2024. Uh, one thing that uh, we're lacking uh, these days, you know, we've got we've got the big vendors and their and their national conferences. It's it's their own thing. What we would like to do is to find a way to bring a bunch of different disciplines in surveying, and, and that that includes uh, uh, the photogrammetrists, the hydrographers, uh, the, all the aerial people. I mean, everything that's surveying GIS everything that's geospatial, bring it under one roof with exhibitors, with good content, with good speakers, and bring this under one one roof, uh, one conference. Uh, make it affordable and make it something that you want to come to. Um, so if you have ideas, if you have thoughts on what works, what doesn't, please, once again, shoot me an email, give me a call, what have you. would love to hear it. i uh, love to hear what you think, uh, what can be what can be the that part of that that conference all right well i think i've droned on long enough and we've caught up a whole bunch of stuff and uh we do have a bunch of good podcasts coming up uh in the next few weeks uh we've got a lot of people lined up to to do some things like i said uh several times now the young surveyors are going to talk to us about the student competition held in arlington what worked what didn't uh some of the behind the scenes uh uh bits that uh, was a little bit funny, uh, a little bit interesting. Um, we'll talk We'll talk about, uh, you know, uh, a few too many cocktails at, uh, at the social afterwards on the Thursday night, but uh, no, it was a good time all around. We'll, uh, we'll talk to the young surveyors about that. Uh, we are going to have a couple of, uh, of opportunities, and one speaker in, in, in particular. There's so much being said about the NCWS and their modular testing, and there's currently a, a uh, um, online uh, quiz, a quiz, online poll right now uh, about some of this modular testing. It's called PAX. Um, if you haven't seen it, take a look at it. Uh, make sure and fill it out. But uh, we're going to have a couple of different people come on from NCWS and tell us about the modular testing, what they're trying to accomplish uh, with colonial state boundary, with PLSS boundaries, with all these different components within surveying to make it a more um, a more well-rounded uh, test, depending on where you're at. So we'll uh, that that will be a good topic. Uh, something else that that people don't know, uh, for in 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 most serving circles, hydrographic standards and the certification uh, through uh, the Hydrographic uh, Society of America, uh, they've changed and they've they've just been updated radically updated. A little more difficult, I'll admit, looking through them. Um, they fall in line with a lot of, with more of the uh, international hydrographic uh, community. Um, we're going to have uh, somebody from uh, from THSOA on to talk to about hydrographic standards and why, by simply just having your land surveying license, really doesn't qualify you for doing hydrographic surveys. It's not just a topo underwater. There's all so much more to it than than just that buying a buying a fathometer and put their own on the boat and go. Um, might work for catching bass, but it uh, uh, doesn't work for hydrographic surveys. 
Another one that I'm very, I'm looking, really looking forward to, uh, it came from a conversation that I had with uh, one of our, one of uh, directors I've gotten to know quite well over the years, um, Mr. Matt Morris from, from Montana. Um, Matt is a very thorough surveyor, uh, sole proprietor um, out in the uh, northeast or northwest part of Montana. And uh, a conversation that we had, I thought was very, very um, enlightening, was uh, the survey business and data decisions. And how often the decisions you make when you're out doing those surveys on what time you do or don't spend on surveys affects your bottom line. You know, and what, you know, how do you make that decision to keep going, to keep digging, to keep, uh, to keep looking for more and to where you may find more to actually help your solution or maybe not. So we had a great conversation about that. And uh, I think what we'll, we, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a, a, a great podcast to really talk about and give you some some thought on how far to take uh, your your surveys when you're out there doing it. Uh, especially a lot of you now. That's one thing that has impressed me about a lot of the young surveyors now, sole proprietors now running their own shows. How far do you take it before you say, "Okay, that's it. That's as far as I need to go. That's enough. That's going to give me what I need." So um, look for that one very soon. And like I said, we've got several other ones that are that are uh, we're getting lined up for the next few weeks. But we appreciate you 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 uh, listening in, uh, subscribing, and a lot of great feedback. If there are things you want to hear, if there are people you want to hear from, please let us know. Um, bottom line is is that we've had a lot of fun putting this podcast together over the years. We've got a lot of great content. I think still to come. Um, but we want to make sure that it, uh, it that it fits fits what you frame as as surveying and geospatial. We want to make sure that it's something that's beneficial. Uh, we're going to have Gary Kent back on with a couple a little more table A talk on some other things, including digital survey files. Um, but there's a lot of stuff like that that we're going to be talking about in the future, um, because the future is up to us. And if we don't uh, take a hold of it and we don't control it. Uh, somebody else will that doesn't care about surveying and going to meld it into whatever it may be. Um, very loose mapping or very bad engineering. So we'll see where that goes. But well, on that note, um, I appreciate you being here. Appreciate you listening. And bottom line is that uh, you know, we're still around. We're still here. And uh, going to hear some good things in the, in the coming weeks. So on that, on that note, my name is Tim Birch. I'm the executive director of NSPS. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor. <laughs>